everybody well we are back in the studio glad to be back glad to be back home uh, i want to thank all of you who have helped supported my wife and i and especially nathan our six-year-old son uh, who's battling cancer right now thank you for your support and prayers and encouragement and all that stuff if you still would care to donate you can do so in the links in the description below all donations are greatly appreciated uh, well we got a lot to get to today um first off iran has raised a red flag over a messianic moth declaring end-of-days war for the first time ever. Are we staring straight into Armageddon? Uh, also, a little bit later, um, what's with this uh, progressive hate? Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, a good friend of mine, uh, he wrote an uh, article, or, or actually he did an interview, which an article was written uh, about, uh, about progressives and their, their, their uh, progressive Christians specifically and their hatred towards uh, biblical Christians. And he says that they will do to us what Nazis did in Kristallnacht. So we got to talk about that and so much more on today's Peck Report. A lot to get to uh, today. So a lot has been going on with this whole Iran conflict thing, and there's been a lot of opinions on all sides of the matter, of course, as there always are. Some are, frankly, ridiculous, and others are a little bit more grounded. Uh, But what's interesting is what's actually going on in the Middle East, and that's what we need to uh, look at, focus on, see what's going on there, because... We might be entering into biblical times. I mean, of course, in a way, we, we are in biblical times. Uh, you know, the Apostle Paul called uh, the last days. Ba- basically, we've been in the last days for 2,000 years. Uh, but where, where is it headed, and are we, are we nearing the precipice now? Uh, are we ready to see the arrival of Antichrist? You know, what's interesting is I've been seeing a lot of uh, posts about this show on Netflix called Messiah. Now, of course, I encourage everybody to ditch Netflix, get rid of Netflix, and come over to Daily Renegade and be a member at Daily Renegade uh, because the main difference between Daily Renegade and Netflix, we don't hate you. <laughs> Netflix obviously uh, is anti-Christian. They, they hate Christians, um, and they, they prove that over and over and over again. But I've been seeing a lot of posts about this, this Netflix show called Messiah. And the, the, main, the main thing that's interesting about this to me is that uh, the, the show from – from what I gather, from what I understand, it's it's a it, it, it's about this central figure who might be the second coming of Christ or might be the Antichrist. Uh, so this is this show has kind of blown up and and it's it's been really popular. There's something in the public eye, in the public interest, about a one world ruler or one world leader. This question of uh, Antichrist versus second coming of Christ, and this is why we have to pay attention to what's going on in the Middle East right now. We've said this uh, a lot on this channel before, but. You know, the the 
or Orthodox Jews in in Israel, you know, practicing Jews, they're they're looking for a Messiah figure, and you know, every few days it seems like there's uh, a new report about some uh, rabbis saying that the the or the the uh, their, their Messiah is basically at the door, ready to reveal himself at any point. Uh, and as Christians, we already know who the Messiah is. We know that's Jesus Christ. And so if there is a figure that presents himself as Messiah uh, to our Christian interpretation, that would best be interpreted as the Antichrist. So th- that's why it's important to see what's going on. And especially with uh, these conflicts with um, I- Iran um, and everything going on in the Middle East right now, could this lead up to something big? Uh, now, the way that it looks right now, um, there's not enough information. Uh, you know, I mean, we took out Solomon, uh, Soleimani, of course, and Iran had to save face. So they retaliated. Uh, really what they did was just launch a bunch of missiles into the dirt. Uh, and of course that was just a, a face saving measure. So, you know, they, they look like they're doing something. So it doesn't look like they're backing down. Uh, but I think Iran knows that if they got in a war with the U S they would be annihilated. However, not all of the information on this is out yet. I mean, we, we don't know everything yet. Uh, and even more, we shouldn't expect Iran to be rational because they're not. Uh, it, it would not be outside of the realm of possibilities that Iran does launch more attacks or some other country and, and, and you know, Iran gets involved somehow. And that's what brings us to today's first story. Uh, so BreakingIsraelNews.com uh, recently put out a headline, Iran raises red flag over Messianic mosque declaring end of days war for first time ever. So this is what I mean when I say that we, we, we are living in prophetic times because every conflict, even if this specific conflict is not mentioned in the Bible, it's still a birth pang. And what we know about birth pangs is they happen sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner until the birth happens. Uh, so we, and we, we're told to look for that uh, in the Bible. Like we're, we're told to look for that kind of thing. Um, you know, there was, there was a, a point not even that long ago, um, last year when I was doing eight peck reports a day because there was just so much, there were so many birth pains to talk about. And there still is that. I mean, I, I could, if I had the time to do it, I could do 10 or 20 a day. Uh, but the reason that I went down to two a week was because I was, I was kind of killing myself over it. It was just, it was too much. I, cu- I couldn't do all that. Uh, and I have a lot of other things to tend to, uh, most importantly, my son, Nathan, that was a big reason why we, uh, why, why I had to stop doing so many peck reports a day. Uh, but it did get to that point where I was able to do that many. Um, and so, but now, you know, of course, now we've just, uh, we, we've limited it to twice uh, a, a week. But here on Daily Renegade, you get a lot more uh, from other hosts. Uh, we have about a dozen shows. So um, make sure to head on over to dailyrenegade.com and check that out. Uh, so Breaking Israel News, they they quote from the Israel Bible, Proverbs twenty five twenty six, which says, Like a muddied spring, a ruined fountain, it is a righteous man fallen before a wicked one. So uh, they they go on to say a, a chilling sight appeared on Sunday as a red flag symbolizing a call for vengeance appeared over the Holy Dome uh, Jamakaran Mosque in Qam, Iran. The call has end of day significance as the mosque is dedicated to the final Imam. Uh, the the Shiite Muslims believe is the Mahdi, the Messianic figure that will appear alongside Isa, 
or Isa, the Muslim Jesus, uh, killing all the infidels in order to prepare the world for the ultimate arrival of the uh, Messiah. So uh, this red flag has been raised. Uh, it was raised in response to a U.S. drone strike at Baghdad International Airport that killed uh, Iranian General Qasim Soleimani. And it read, uh, quote, those who want to avenge the blood of Hussein, end quote. Now, in Shia Muslim traditions, uh, flags are a significant part of the mourning rituals. Mourning as in, as in grief, uh, grievance. Um, red flags in Shia tradition symbolized uh, blood spilled unjustly and served as a call to avenge a person who was slain. The flag was hoisted above the important uh, Jamkaran Mosque, which is on the outskirts of the holy city of Qam, about 100 miles south of Tehran. Uh, now, of course, this this individual, uh, Kasim Soleimani, was a total uh, murderer, br br brutal human being. The world is a better place without him in it. Uh, and, but you see on a lot of mainstream media sources, uh, which is another reason I say don't watch the news, come and watch Daily Renegade. Uh, but you see on a lot of those sources, CNN and stuff, they're, they're, they're acting like this was some kind of, um, you, you know, somebody to be venerated, some sort of important political figure. And the Iranians are just, are, are just beside themselves that their beloved leader, uh, is gone. And they, they point to these protests and everything. Uh, the thing about Iran is the government forces the citizens to take part in that stuff. You could lose your life. Uh, you, your family could be killed if you don't take part in that kind of stuff, if you don't show total allegiance. Uh, so it, it, it's not everything is not as it seems. Um, the, the news isn't being totally honest with you. But th this guy was a, a brutal murderer, uh, and it was a good thing. Uh, that he was taken out. Now, Dr. Mordecai Kadar, a senior lecturer in the Department of Ara uh, Arabic at um, Bar Ilan University, emphasized that the symbol could not be overestimated. Uh, so he says, quote, the red flag means they are going to sink their enemies in a sea of blood, uh, end quote. And he explained this, explaining how this relates to uh, Hussein. Now, Hussein Ibn Ali was the son of uh, the fourth uh, caliph in the grand, and the grandson of Muhammad. Ali was regarded as the rightful immediate successor to Muhammad as an imam by Shia Muslims. Um, Hussein was uh, massacred with his family and followers in the Battle of Karbala in 680 CE. Hussein's death is commemorated every year on the Muslim holiday of Ashura, which for Shia Muslims is a day of mourning, but Sunni Muslims recognize it as a festive day commemorating a victory. So Shiites recognize this day with acts of self-flagellation, including a chain with blades uh, or swords. Uh, man, I, I am happy to serve Jesus Christ. He hasn't asked us to self-flagellate. Of course, we do have to keep our pride in check, and some people uh, seem to think that those two are, are comparable. Uh, but anyway, Dr. Kadar said, uh, quote, this is a call for vengeance focusing on the Sunni and Umayyads who uh, killed Hussein and decapitated him, humiliating the Shia, but this is a message to all the enemies of the Shiite. Hussein is the uh, symbol of all oppressed Shia for all time, end quote. Then um, he continues, uh, quote, this red flag is a call for the deaths of anyone who oppose Shia Islam, equating anyone today with the killers of Hussein in 680 CE. This is a global call to all of Shia for what they see as an eternal and never-ending conflict, end quote. Uh, and the, the call for the rest of the world, Iran would need that. 
Because like I said before, if Iran got in, um, in a war with the U.S., if it wasn't a world war kind of scenario, if it was just Iran and the U.S., Iran's decimated. I mean, we, we, would, we, would, we would annihilate it. Now, of course, we would have casualties on our side, too, so we don't want war. Uh, and that, that's, that's the good thing about our president. He doesn't want war either. Um, now, of course, you're going to hear from people uh, that, that he does, and this is all a ploy to gain reelection. But it, war, war is never popular. Uh, th- this is this is a this is a move towards deterrence. Um, you know the 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 previous administration just shoveled a bunch of money to Iran, and what did they do with it? They used it uh, to enact uh, to to fund acts of terrorism against us. So Iran knows that they need a coalition behind them if they're going to take on the U.S. They 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 know they need that uh, by themselves. They stand no chance. So that's why I say all the information's not out yet. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if Iran's going to be able to get anybody on their side, uh, or or who's going to partner with who or what or or if this deterrence effort will be completely successful and now that they have launched missiles into the dirt into their you know for their uh face saving measures maybe maybe that's enough where at least for now they'll 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 back off but you know we'll we'll see I think that the scenario would be a lot different if somebody else uh, were president, maybe with another president uh, that would be similar to our previous administration. Uh, perhaps Iran would be more bold in, in their attacks and, and would not back down so easily. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for uh, our, our current administration. Quote, the Shia think of this conflict in terms of eternity. There is a verse in the Quran that says that Allah is with those who have patience. Shiite Muslims uh, have a lot of patience. They waited for 13 centuries until they finally rose up in 1979 in the Iranian Revolution. To say that what happened last week is huge is an understatement. You can compare it to the assassination of Osama bin Laden and Baghdadi uh, together, and it still would not come close, end quote. So this is, this is a huge deal, and this is important for us to keep our eyes on. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to go out and sound the alarms about World War III. Could this potentially lead to that? Maybe. You know, th- this this could be one of those birth pangs that eventually leads uh, to another global conflict. Uh, but right now, Right now, we just don't have enough evidence to, to say what's going to happen for sure. So why we need to keep our eyes on it. Now, this call for massive bloodshed was echoed by uh, Ismail Ghani, who took over for Soleimani's, uh, as the, the head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Foreign Operations Arm. So Ghani said in a statement upon his appointment, quote, be patient and you will see the bodies of Americans all over the Middle East, end quote. Now, this whole patience thing, be patient, that might be another face-saving thing. You know, he might be saying that knowing he's not going to retaliate in any kind of major way because, again, America would decimate Iran. Uh, but this could be a comment to saying, uh, like, to their city, like, hey, be patient. We know, you know, just be patient. We, we got it. We're going to handle it. Um, and, you know, they say that long enough, and then they're not going to be expected to retaliate. Uh, you know, so they're, they're trying to not look weak, you know, because if they look weak to their own citizens, their own citizens might revolt, which they should. The, the Iranian government is horrible. Um, and so they don't want to be seen as weak. Uh, so that, that, that quote might just be for that, or there might be something actually planned. There might be something in the works. We don't know for sure. Now, uh, the site of the Jamkaran Mosque has been considered holy to Muslims since at least 984 CE as a monument dedicated to Hujat Allah, 
Ibn al-Hassan al-Mahdi. Wow, that is a mouthful of a name. <laughs> also known as Imam al-Mahdi. Uh, born in 869 CE, he disappeared in 948 CE. Referred to in Shia as the final imam, they believe he will return as the last of the 12 imams. He will be the Mahdi, the messianic figure that will appear alongside Isa, the uh, Muslim Jesus, killing all the infidels in order to establish Muslim rule and prepare the world for the ultimate arrival of the Messiah. Uh, and, and look, obviously we as Christians, we know that this theology, this religion is, is incredibly flawed, and, but, but, but they believe it. And that, that's another candidate for an Antichrist figure that could play both roles. Now, I, I don't see how uh, Israel would accept a Messiah figure, a, 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 the, the same Messiah figure that, you know, the, 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 Shiite, the, the Shiite Muslims do. Or, you know, I, I don't see how that works exactly. But just because we can't see it doesn't mean that, that that's not to come. Uh, but there, there is another idea, there's another candidate, candidate for an Antichrist figure, and that, that's this figure, this, this uh, Islamic, this, this Muslim um, Antichrist figure. So that's why we have to keep our eyes on it, because we don't, we don't know for sure. Uh, now, one of the first acts of the government of uh, President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad in 2005 was to donate uh, 10 million, what is that, lira, um, to the mosque, turning it from a modest mosque into a massive religious uh, complex. Now, we're going to keep up on this story uh, because... You know, I mean, it's it's prophecy. It's important. We need we need to know what's going on, and you need to hear it from a reliable source. Uh, again, a lot of the news is going to lie to you and tell you a bunch of stuff. Um, at least here on Daily Renegade, if we don't know something, we'll tell you that. Uh, so uh, that 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 is the story. But but there's still stuff going on at home. There's still stuff going on here in America. All of this stuff is connected, and it's all culminating to a final a final point uh, where. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna see the biblical prophecy really being fulfilled. You know, the arrival of Antichrist, all 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 this kind of stuff, world wars, uh, natural disasters, all this stuff. But there's one prophecy about um, Christians basically fighting against Christians in the name of God, and getting so bad that. Um, Christians are are willing to murder other Christians, or at least so-called Christians, people people operating in the name of Christ, but who obviously are operating under the influence of Satan. Uh, by the way, the, the, the commandment of uh, don't take the Lord's name in vain, that's what that's talking about. Do not take the Lord's name in vain doesn't mean to use God's name as a swear word, though of course you shouldn't do that either. Uh, but what it means is don't do an act in the name of God that is the, while that act is against God. You know, don't, don't take his name on for evil acts. Uh, that, that's one of the worst sins that you can commit. But Christians, by and large, are doing that today. I mean, how many times have you seen, and it might seem like a minor thing, but it, it's not. It, it is using the Lord's name in vain. How many times have you seen, even in online comments, uh, Christians going after other Christians in the name of God or in the name of Jesus? Uh, but but not, not only disagreeing, but being spiteful, being hateful, being prideful, not showing respect, not showing love at all. Uh, you, you know, the whole point of unity in the Bible, the, the, when, when Jesus prayed prayed to the Father and asked that we would be as unified as he is to the Father, uh, the whole point of that isn't that we agree on everything. That, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen until the return of Jesus. When Jesus returns, he can set us all straight. But 
that we would still be unified despite our differences. Now, of course, to be a Christian, you have to recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. He's, uh, you know, he, he's the only way to eternal life. He's the only way to the Father. He died and rose on the third day, um, you, you know, ascended into heaven, all, all that stuff. But beyond that, the non-salvational things, timing of the rapture, you know, for example, uh, should, should, should we be following the, the Jewish feasts or not? You know, th- things like that, that we can have differences of opinions on and talk about it, debate it even, uh, but we're still supposed to do that respectfully and, and lovingly. And you don't see a whole lot of that, especially online. What I, what I see is a lot of people taking the Lord's name in vain because all of them will say the same thing. They'll all say that they're doing it for God. They'll all use Jesus as a scapegoat for their own bad behavior. And I know you've seen this too. You know, they'll, they'll say things like, well, I, I, can, I can call you these bad names because Jesus called the Pharisees, you know, unwashed tombs or, or vipers or, you know, whatever. For one thing, Jesus was not talking to his brothers and sisters. He was talking to the Pharisees. He was talking to people directly opposed from him. Uh, secondly, it doesn't matter anyway, because that's Jesus. We are not Jesus. We're not granted the authority to talk to other people like that. Actually, Jesus gave us a commandment to love our enemies, even pray for them, even those who persecute us. How much more with our own brothers and sisters in Christ? If we're not even supposed to talk to unbelievers like that, we're definitely not supposed to talk to our brothers uh, and sisters in Christ like that. You know, scripture even says, you do not know the love of God if you don't love your brother and sister. If you don't love your brothers in Christ, if you have no love for your brother in Christ, you're a murderer and you do not have the love of God in you. And I see, unfortunately, I see a lot of that online. And it, it, it is not stopping. And I think all of this is culminating not only uh, just to verbal attacks online, but I think it's going to get physical. Uh, I think it's going to start getting physical, and I think that um, these, these so-called Christians are going to uh, be doing this in the name of God. You, you know, I'll even say there, there are people that I know, and I'm not going to name names, but there are people that I know, um, Names that if I would mention, you would know them, but, uh, you know, kind of thought leaders in this whole fringe Christian thing that have, that have received death threats from so-called Christians saying that they were doing it in the name of Yahweh and Yeshua and stuff. Uh, so I, I think that we're actually going to see that culminate into something physical. Um, and we need to talk about that because it's important. Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis is seeing this, um, is seeing this come to pass. He, he's, he's seeing it uh, for what it is, and he's talking about it openly, which, thank God, because we need that. Um, before we get to that, though, I need to tell you about a couple of things. Uh, first off, if you suffer from chronic pain as I do, Kratom might be for you. If you go to dailyrenegade.com right now and you can uh, check out the, the top banner, there's a little top banner at the very top of the page, dailyrenegade.com. Uh, you'll see an ad for a couple of Kratom companies that, um, that I trust. They're good. Coastline Kratom, I really like a lot. Now, I take Kratom every day. I have um, a rare degenerative bone disease. Uh, I have to take it, otherwise I can't function, but Kratom has given me my life back. I used to be addicted to opioids because of this chronic pain. You know, I was, I was prescribed Vicodin, and I, it got to the point where I was getting oxycodone, and um, it got really bad. I got really addicted to it. I was taking more than I was supposed to, and I would have died. Uh, thankfully, Jesus delivered me from that, um, but I still had all this chronic pain to deal with. And I couldn't function. Uh, but then I discovered Kratom. And I've been taking Kratom for years, for years now. Uh, I take it every day. It's great. Um, the good thing about it is if, if you, 
you know, there have been days where you know I run out or I can't, I can't, I can't take it for some reason. Maybe I'm traveling. Not the worst thing in the world. Your pain does come back, but it's nothing like it, it's not like uh, opioid withdrawals. That is the closest thing to hell I've ever felt. Opioid withdrawals. Uh, kratom. If you don't have it, your pain comes back and it's kind of miserable, but it's because you're in pain. Uh, so it's it's not it's not the same at all. This is a uh, this is just a leaf from Thailand. Um, there's there's no chemicals in it. Uh, and but but Coastline Kratom they're highly trusted. They they have the highest quality kratom. They have a money back guarantee. They have free U.S. shipping. Lots of great stuff. Now with uh, Coastline Kratom because a lot of credit card companies because of the politics around Kratom they don't want to deal with Kratom sales. So you do have to set up a Zelle Pay account, which is really easy. You can do it on their website. Uh, or there's if you want to pay with a credit card. You can do it through another company that uh, we support on dailyrenegade.com. Um, and you can find that at dailyrenegade.com as well. Also, while you're there, maybe CBD is more your thing. I take CBD every day. What I've noticed about taking CBD, uh, I don't have to take as much Kratom. So I take CBD an hour before I go to sleep every night. I sleep great. I haven't slept this good since I was a kid. It's amazing. Uh, I, I, I sleep great. I, I have uh, some reduction in pain, so I don't need as much Kratom the next day. Uh, really works. Now, there's a lot of horrible CBD out there. You know, you got to be careful. Um, but uh, what I like about CBD Pure and CBD Pets, that's right, they make a version for your pets, uh, too, if your uh, pets have a chronic illness or even if they're just really anxious. You know, who, who has never seen an anxious cat? You know, I got two of them. Uh, well, technically, I have one. My, my other cat's pretty chill. But, uh, uh, but it, the, the, this works great for pets as well. Um, now, CBD Pure and CBD Pets, both, it's the same company, two different products. But uh, they, they provide uh, the most organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free CBD on the market today. You're not going to find anything else like this. It's amazing. And to prove it, they even... Uh, they they independently test every batch they make and they put their scientific results uh, from the lab from the independent lab so this isn't somebody working with the company uh, or working for the company they, they put that up on their website so you can see for yourself uh, they really prove um, their their claims and it's just an excellent company so you can go to dailyrenegade.com if you want to check that out uh, and yes so also Real quick, why might you want a membership? Well, first, uh, for dailyrenegade.com, um, there's the website right there, dailyrenegade.com. Get a membership. It's only $10 a month or $100 a year. And you get the rest of this episode, plus every show that we put out. We have about a dozen of them now. A um, lot, lot of unique shows, lot, lots of different areas of, of discussion. Uh, and I, I, you know, I might be biased here, but, um, I'm not alone in saying this daily renegade is better than Netflix. <laughs> you know, ask any member of daily renegade right now. We have a lot of members, ask any of them and they will concur. Um, daily renegade is better than Netflix because we don't hate you. Uh, that's, that's the main, that's the main thing. We don't, we don't hate you the, the way that Netflix does. We love you. We want to bring you into the family. Um, so, but, but of course, to run something like this, it's expensive. Uh, so that's where the membership fee comes in. That's how you can help the ministry and how you can help um, just everybody who's, who's uh, benefiting from uh, Daily Renegade. So go to dailyrenegade.com, become a member today, and you'll get the rest of this episode. So for members, hang on the line. We got a lot more to talk about for everybody else. Thank you so much for joining. Please subscribe. YouTube is messing with our numbers. Every so often, 
uh, I'll, I'll check our subscription numbers, and it's down exactly 100 from the last time I checked. So we used to be at exactly 69.5 thousand subscribers. Then a week after that, it was 69.4 exactly to the number. Now we're at 69,200 members, right down to the exact number. They, they are deleting memberships by the 100. Uh, and so that, that's why it's important to, to be a member, to subscribe to the channel. And, and even if you think you've subscribed, go and check, make sure to click the bell for notifications, uh, or at least bookmark the page. And then, then you can watch the shows. Um, if you want to know when shows are going to air live, we have a schedule on the website, dailyrenegade.com. So you can join us live, uh, on YouTube and you can join in the chat and talk about, you know, whatever you want to talk about. So that would be great to see you there. All right, everybody. Uh, so Again, members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much. And until next time, take care and God bless.